Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode 59 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. I love today's episode because we have one of my amazing one-on-one clients. Um, Her name is Jess from Simply Jess Skincare. And I'm telling you, I feel like I mentioned her business on my podcast and YouTube videos. I feel like I've mentioned them almost every single episode for the last few weeks because I'm literally obsessed with her skincare products. They are so, so, so good. And I'm very picky about skincare. I use a lot of different types of products on my face, including natural things. I have really dry skin. And her stuff is literally one of the best that I've ever used. And so I'm personally excited to talk about her business and just be able to get her, help get her products out into more households. So before we even start the episode, I have to just say, if you love skincare and you're looking for amazing natural products made by a female-owned business, you got to try Simply Jess skincare products. She's absolutely incredible. Obviously, links were going to be included in the notes below, but you have to try her stuff. It is pretty unreal. Uh, my favorite is the watermelon mask. So, okay. So a what this episode is about. Sorry. Um, so we're going to really just talk. It's like kind of a... a peek behind a small business owner in her journey of starting, launching, and growing her own product-based e-commerce business. So something super interesting about Jess is her experience. So, you know, you might think, okay, someone just starts a skincare brand and they don't know what they're doing, but that's not the case with her. She has had over 20 years experience in the skincare industry. Um, She literally performed skincare treatments in day spas, medical clinics, resort spas. Um, She was the national educator for Kate Somerville Skincare, which is like one of the biggest skincare brands in the world. And she literally got paid to travel and train teams at five-star resorts like um, the Four Seasons Maui. No big deal. So she's amazing. She has so much experience. And then she's going to talk about why she launched her own product-based business in this episode. But basically, she really got into, um, you know, natural um, natural um, habits and just sort of realized how bad so much of the skincare products are that 
that are on the shelves. So love this episode. Um, Jess is absolutely amazing. She is like literally one of the best people that I have met since I've had my business. And I'm just really, really excited for her to share her story with you and talk about, you know, what made her transition from an esthetician and a trainer how she started her business, what's been working for her, how she's showing up on video and getting results. She's amazing, um, so hardworking and absolutely love her. So I'm excited for this episode. Grab a coffee or grab a tea. I usually say grab a coffee or a wine, but I think for today's episode, we have to keep it healthy. So let's say grab a coffee or a tea and let's dive into it. Welcome to the podcast, Jess. I am so excited to have you here. Thank you, Carrie. I'm so, so excited to be here. So before we dive into your amazing story and your amazing skincare products, which you know I am now obsessed with, um, can you just talk a little bit about just your background and like what me what what brought you to where you are today? Yeah. So I have been in skincare a very long time, um, over 20 years, and I was an esthetician working for different you know, skin like spas and day spas and salons. And I decided I wanted to become a trainer. So I started working for other product uh, brands, like pretty big ones. Uh, and I started as a national trainer for a brand called Kirsten Florian. Hmm. And I trained different spa staff for in four and five star resorts all over the country, a little bit international, um, like Mexico, Canada, and the Caribbean. And then uh, I got a new job working for Kate Somerville Skincare, which is more of a medical um, based clinician brand. Mm -hmm. And that was a really great experience because I went from being a trainer to a very European spa brand to more of a clinical brand. And we opened also some four and five star resorts, but I was exposed to retail. So I, we launched when I was working with her and all of the Neiman, Marcus, and Nordstrom uh, stores. So I traveled to each one of those stores and trained our person. Like we'd have one dedicated person, but also I trained the whole cosmetics department. So Hmm. and a lot of training and, you know, working with people on learning how to do facials, product knowledge, talk about the skin, help their clients with their skin and things like that. And what, what, what talk about your business that you have now. So I love your products and I just think you're doing amazing things and you've educated me so much on skincare and I'm someone that I'm very into skincare and, and I realize how actually I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So, (laughs) so talk about your business now, like what's your brand? Tell us what your brand, what products you have and like, who are they for? Okay. Um, well, after I did all that training and traveling, I decided I did not want to do that anymore. And I also, when you work for a couple different brands, you see how you would kind of do things differently. Hmm. And, and it was at the same time that I became interested in the natural, you know, more natural way of living. My son had a terrible case of eczema. He was literally his entire cheeks were flared up. He was only one years old. And we went to all of these doctors. No one knew. They just said, you know, why don't you put some Aquaphor on it? They prescribed me steroid creams. And I was just curious why he was having this and what was causing the problem. So luckily I had a doctor who was like, he has every symptom of a gluten allergy. 
And so we took him off gluten and within two weeks, his digestive system was cleared up. His um, eczema was hundred percent gone. Wow. And I was Crazy. really blown away by that because I was never taught that like what we consume or apply topically could have effects on our, our health. Mm-hmm. So I really took a deep dive into like more natural ways of living. I started with food and like cleaning products. And then I realized what we put on our skin, our skin is transdermal. So what we put on our skin can absorb into our bloodstream. It affects our bodies and our health. Mm-hmm. And I was never taught that as an esthetician. It was just like, who cares? What's, as long as it works. Mm-hmm. That was what mattered to estheticians and people in skincare. Like who cares what's in it just as long as it works. So I sort of got to this crossroad where I was like, you know, these amazing products that are working have a lot of crap in them that I don't want to be putting on my skin. I don't want to be putting these, you know, unhealthy ingredients on my kids. So I started to make my own skincare. And this was back in 2012 when there wasn't a whole lot of natural beauty talk. It was just the answer was just put coconut oil on it. And oh I was God. like, yes, Whoa. coconut oil. I used to do that too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's great. I'm not saying that I don't like coconut oil, but I was kind of like used to seeing results with skincare and I was not happy with the options that were available. So I just started mm-hmm. making my own. And my whole goal with creating this line was to create that high efficacious skincare that had clean ingredients that I felt safe putting on my body you know, absorbing into my skin, um, and also just really delivering the, that high impact that I was used to with the other brands that I had worked with in the past. Mm, it's so interesting. And I'm cracking up laughing because I totally, even like remember after having my son, that's really when my skincare routine got enhanced. Like I, I started to get more dry skin and I started to notice more, like lines around my eyes. And I literally remember sitting in the parking lot in, uh, I think it was Irvine, Irvine or yeah, Irvine, yeah. No, going to Nordstrom Rack and going through their um, creams and stuff being like, I need to get something for my skin because my skin looks like SHIT. Like it was so dry and it just looked terrible. Um, yeah. But I used to use coconut oil and you know, I did use it and I found that it didn't really do anything. And I didn't, I don't like the smell of coconut at all. Like I don't like anything coconut. And so I actually hated putting it on my skin and it would get like all clumpy and gross. And, um, but yeah, I don't know what the, I feel like there was like a fad with coconut oil, like 10 years ago where like, you're like put coconut oil in your hair and your skin and like everything. So. Yes. And I I feel like back then I, I used to get made fun of by my family, like, oh, you're such a hippie. Because I I mean, I was making laundry detergent. I was making oh wow deodorant. Like everything that I did was like I was in the kitchen mm-hmm. all the time. I was making sauerkraut and yogurt. Like I was oh I, everything God. was from scratch. <laughs> and you know, that was that was, you know, and then sort of the community that I that I found, they were very, you know, hippie-ish as well. Mm-hmm. And that was the only group that I knew of that was like kind of in tune with what we put on our skin matters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it kind of got to the point and it is what it is now is everyone expects not only clean, but results. Like that's just mm-hmm. the way that people want to have their beauty. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's kind of expected nowadays. 
Yeah. No, I agree with you. And like, especially with skincare, I think there's so much information out there that I don't know. I think there's a lot of information out there that isn't accurate or, you know, people don't really know where to find skincare brands. And they also don't know that a lot of the skincare brands that you might buy from like a Target or a CVS actually aren't that great for your skin. I think you think just because it's in a mainstream store that it's great for you. But like my best friend who is a hairdresser, hairstylist, um, educates me. All the time on like how crappy the hair products are that you would buy at like a CVS or a Target, like Pantene or something. Um, And I feel like skincare is probably the same. Um, I'm not 100% sure. I don't know a lot about like the ingredients in skincare and and what you're supposed to be using, but I can assume it's probably the same thing where like you people just don't really know that that stuff's actually not that great for them. And they, you know, oil of Olay is so overmarketed and saturated that you might say, oh, well, oil of Oily Volet is is great for me. I mean, I don't it it might be. I have no idea. Um, but there's yeah, better, I, better, cleaner products. So Yeah. I mean, I think that's also another reason and a kind of a point of difference of my line is that uh there's education behind it. And because mm-hmm. of all of my years of being a trainer and educating not only just clients, but the people who treat clients, the estheticians, the body therapists, and things like that. Um I have that. That's kind of my passion. So that's what I really offer to my clients is not just products. And like, it's confusing people, you know, you get a bunch of products and you're like, what the heck do I do with this? That's one thing that I feel like I really offer to my clients is that education step-by-step, this is what you should use. And this is how you should use it. Okay. I love that. And I just, I mean, you know, I buy your products now, but I started using Jess's skincare products recently and I love them. Um, You have like serums and vitamin C treatments and your watermelon mask is amazing. Literally your watermelon mask. I used it and my skin was so, it felt so smooth and soft after. Um, So clearly I probably had a lot of build up on my face. But anyway, um, yeah, your products are amazing. And I love like I'm really very into I use a lot of like Korean and Japanese skincare brands. Um, but I love like facial oils. And if you sell a facial oil, I probably have purchased it or I don't know, that kind of stuff. But yeah, your stuff is amazing. And um, it's just really, really good. So I just want to acknowledge that. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah, I have. Um, as far as like how I decided to come out with each product and like the Mm -hmm. order and like what was most important. I felt like I wanted to come out with products that were the biggest impact on the skin. So a lot of people in the beginning were like, I need a cleanser. Mm -hmm. And I didn't start with that because you don't leave a cleanser on your face. You put it on, you rinse it off. It's not the biggest concern to me that what cleanser you use. However, if you want to see a difference in your skin, if you want to see promotion of collagen, if you want to see less dehydration, which we've talked about before. Everyone, literally everyone is dehydrated. I don't care if you're oily, acneic, um, everyone has a problem with dehydration and we're all like over caffeinated and not drinking enough water. So topically you're going to see the best difference with things like skin concern, hyperpigmentation with serums. So I started with serums and hydrating toners because I wanted to make that like biggest difference product first and, and facial oils, that those are amazing for just protecting and hydrating. Um, and the mask, I'm glad you mentioned the mask. It's like, 
it's a really popular it people are just loving it it's something that you only mm-hmm. need to do like a couple times a week and you can see like your skin is smoother brighter so yeah. i i really like the mask it's popular oh nice what's your most i mean i know that we've had conversations before about this but what's your what's what's your favorite product that you make and then what's what's your number one bestseller oh, um i really can't live without my boost. It's a vitamin C serum. I really like it as far as, um, just big, you know, big difference, making a big difference. I, I've Mm -hmm. been, I live in Southern California. I grew up here and I've spent lots of time in the sun. So (laughs) keeping like collagen production up and like lightening pigmentation that I certainly have, um, is, is really important to me. So I love that. And one of like the most popular things in my line are actually my kits. And I, I think oh, okay. it's because people like to like take the guesswork out. Mm-hmm. So we have like hydration kits and a glow kit and, you know, different kits that really help, you know, here's a bundle of product and, and it makes it easier for them and for gifts too. people like them. But um, mm-hmm. I, I would say probably my hydrate kit is the most popular thing I saw. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like I think I, that's what I bought from you. I don't remember now, but I feel like I think that's what Yeah, I, I think you did. It, it's yeah. it's like amazing for anybody. So, I think mm-hmm. that's why it's so popular. Everybody can use a hyaluronic acid. So, mm-hmm. that's another serum that I have. It's hyaluronic. It's really great for sensitive. I actually have a ton of sensitive skin clients. And it's really it could be that they're just sensitive and they have redness in their mm-hmm. skin or they're sensitized easily. They are reactive. Mm-hmm. So everything in my line is like, have to make sure it's okay for those uh, skin types because I have so many of my clients are, are sensitive. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, it makes sense too. I think just with like the environment and all the shit that's going through the air, I think it's probably, I know when I lived in California, I developed Oh my gosh, I can't even talk about this because I'll like it like makes me anxious on the inside. I developed really bad eye issues and I had it for years after having my son. And I basically my eye doctor was like, Yeah, the air in California is likely contributing to all of this. So uh yeah, I feel like it just wreaks havoc on everything. So um anyway, yeah, your products are amazing. We'll come back to this. Um, what I would love to talk about kind of is what so you're working for someone else. You were a trainer. You did all these awesome things. What made you kind of pivot into starting your own business? And I know when you're, I know when you're in the process of like developing a product brand, you know, you, you may have like done competitor research and like figured out, okay, how do I make my product different than other people in the market? What, like, what was your process behind doing that? Yeah. So when I decided to stop working for other people, you know, I kind of got to the place where I just wanted to do it a different way. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to create something that, you know, I had so many ideas of products that I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I had so many ideas of like the look that I wanted and the way that I kind of marketed, I guess, mm-hmm. um, as far as education and really kind of making that the forefront. And also just because there wasn't a lot of natural products out there. And I just wanted to be like, okay, I can create something that's so effective and natural. Mm -hmm. uh, And I feel like that will be so successful because it's just, there was such a need for it. And I wanted to make it really, really simple too, because, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of my, at this time in my life, I was a mom 
And a lot of the people in my life were moms and they, I can tell you, they were busy. They did not wash their face before they went to bed, which I know Um, that's like number one thing I like to talk about. Wash your face at night. Even if you only do it once a day, do it at night. Um, But I wanted to create something that was simple. I didn't want it to be a 17 step nighttime routine because I knew my client would not do it. Hmm. So I wanted to make something that was really simple, but not simple in its makeup, but just an easy to understand regimen. Because I know, you know, in past brands that I've worked for, there's literally like a prescription sheet at the end of a facial, for example. Mm. And there would be like a hundred things on this piece of paper, check, 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 check. And I'm like, it's not not necessary to achieve like healthy skin. And it's overwhelming for the client and it's just unnecessary. So that was kind of like, I just wanted to do it in a different way. I think, you know, for me, I thought it would be a better way for, especially for the clients that I was going to have. Yeah, no, I love that. And I like just got a facial a couple of days ago and the lady was so nice. She was amazing. And she wasn't trying to like push me into buying like 500 products. She said, I'll take some screenshots of a couple of things that I think would be good for you. And like, she took the time to explain why they would be good for me. And she was really, really good. Um, so I'm excited to probably try a couple new. She like gave me a lip balm that um, I really, really liked. But anyway, um, my point here is that, yes, I do think too much products can be overwhelming for people because one, you know, it's also expensive, but two, yeah. It's just too much. Like at the end of the day, you don't want to spend 20 minutes putting on like 500 products on your face. Oops, sorry. I have to change my mic. Um, so yeah, I think that's overwhelming. So I like that you try to create something that was, you know, easy for customers. And also like, again, I love this, of course, that you're thinking back to your ideal client, like maybe a mom who at the end of the day doesn't have a lot of time and probably is too scatterbrained to like even remember, oh yeah, I need to do the toner before the serum and all that kind of stuff. So again, I have to point out that you're thinking about your ideal customer in a really good way. So that's good. You know, you know, you know, I love that. (laughs) Um, Yes. And then when you were kind of in the starting process, like I'm just I always love hearing what people do. So when you were like, all right, I'm going to start my own business. Do you remember that day when you made the decision? Like, not when you started thinking about it, when you were literally were like, I'm literally going to start my own business. Like I'm ready to get started, double down. Like what, what do you remember that day at all? I do. I remember where I was too. I had started making lip balms and my husband doesn't, I don't think he likes when I tell this story, but he was like addicted to chapstick (laughs) and chapstick is like a petroleum based product. And, and he always had it in his pocket. And I was just like, it's, it doesn't work. Like, why do you need it a hundred times a day? doesn't work. So I'm like, I'm going to make you a lip balm. So I made this lip balm. It was incredible. He started using it. I think he went through like one bottle and then his lips weren't dry anymore. He stopped using lip balm. Hmm. It healed his lips. And I'm like, okay. I was like in my kitchen and I was like, I need to sell this. I need Mm -hmm. to sell this. And I, it's so good. And then I, I need to start making my own products and I need to create a line and do it my way. And I started an Etsy store that week. I opened up an Etsy store. I started Aww. selling lip balms. I did a lot of like local um, events too. Mm-hmm. I went to different events. Markets and like stuff. Moms would host and things like that. Markets. Mm-hmm. And 
it, I mean, I have people from that was in 2012 and I oh, still have okay. people by my lip balms. Like I don't really talk about my lip balms very much. Yeah. It's not like that facial, you know, yeah. experience that I really offer now, but, um, I have like my clients, my OGs that still buy my lip balms all the time and like love it because it works so well. But, um, but yeah, I was like, this is, this could be so much fun. I, I'm so passionate about the skin and helping people mm-hmm. treat the skin. And I just knew that it would be amazing if I did it. So that's, that's <laughs> I love that. And I love, I have to, I feel like we need to talk more about how did you then transition from Etsy to, I, cause I know you have a Shopify store. How mm-hmm. did you transition to that? Do you still have Etsy or no? No. no so I what? Okay. So how was that like when you first had Etsy? Like, did, were you making sales? Like, how how did that look for you? I didn't do well on Etsy. I feel like it was so hard to be seen, especially for like handmade beauty items. Yeah. Um, and the people that bought from me on Etsy, I knew. So it was it was mm-hmm. sort of like if anybody bought, if I got an order on Etsy, it was like I know that person <laughs> because oh, okay. it wasn't just random people. I think I had like a few of those, but. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really knew I needed to um, level up, you know, my my uh, brand if I if I really wanted it to be legit. Mm-hmm. And in 2018, I decided to like rebrand everything. It was very um, green and natural before, and I wanted something that was more modern and that had like a beautiful label. And I rebranded everything in 2018. Mm-hmm. I started coming out with my serums. I launched them at that time. And I launched like my beautiful website and, um, it's just, that's, that was the best thing I could have done. Like, you know, and I know some people do amazing on Etsy, but for me, Mm -hmm. I wanted like a real website to sell my products. Mm -hmm. I love it. I like how you say real website too, because of course, you know, Etsy is not, you don't own Etsy, you know, your website is yours. You can drive traffic, you can have your own email list. Etsy is an amazing marketplace. And I think it's great for people to get started, you know, so it's great that Etsy makes it easy for people to get started. And sometimes that's what you need. So I feel like Etsy was so easy. It was the perfect thing for me to start with. I could totally manage it all myself. I did not need help from my husband with the tech support. (laughs) (laughs) So I literally... It just found it so user friendly. I thought it was amazing. I really did. It was per- it was perfect for the time. That yeah, I yeah, yeah. A lot of like either students in my programs or some of my clients start with Etsy and then they move off, or they or they still have Etsy and they have a Shopify store. But you know, my biggest thing is like with Shopify, that's really where you can add power into your business. You can use all their apps. You can use the robust like Klaviyo email marketing and. You can just, you know, it's yours. It's your store. They can't take it away from you. And Etsy, again, if Etsy is like, you know what? No, we don't We don't really like simply just skincare anymore. Um, they can just turn that little button off. I don't know how that works in the Etsy algorithm. But like if you get bad reviews or somehow something happens with your listing and, you're, and the algorithm changes and Etsy doesn't push your stuff out, like your business is screwed. So you always want control of your business. And that's where having like a Shopify store um, obviously is, you know, it's the best decision like over time. But I think when you're getting started, you just sometimes need what's the easiest option. So I like that. Um, 
And then you had your Shopify store. How like how were you getting customers then? Were you doing like what kind of marketing were you doing? Um, how did you get your name out there? Well, one thing that I've always done since the beginning of my website is I write weekly blogs. So every week since 2018, I have a blog that I do. And um, and I email that to my to my um, customers every single week. Uh, and I did really dive into Instagram for like mm-hmm. exposure. And that's been amazing for me. I've been lucky to have a few people, um, influencers, uh, mm-hmm. kind of uh, shout me out. And that's really helped me um, with sales. And some, you know, to this day, I have a ton of loyal clients from from that influencer. Um, and yeah, and just trying to stay current with my social media. And that's been, you know, a learning process for me because when I worked for other, you know, brands, we had a marketing department and we had an operations department and and now I'm kind of taking care of all of the things. So it's been sort of investing into my education and like learning how to do these things has been like super important for me. Yeah. I think too, it's exactly what you said. Like you have to learn so many different things. And I was having a conversation with someone earlier and she was asking, you know, she was asking me about when I sold my business, like how she was basically saying when you sold your business, but before then, like, how did you, how did you do all this stuff? And she was asking like why I sold my business. So I was going into that anyway, but I was telling her like, you know, from when I had zero customers up to sending thousands of packages per month, like I did that on my own. And looking in hindsight, I was such a lunatic. Um, I don't know how I actually, (laughs) I don't know how I did all of that, honestly. Um, But that goes into like the mistakes that I made. You know, I didn't invest. I didn't find a coach. I didn't find a mentor. I didn't have a course to help me. Um, I didn't outsource. I didn't spend the time on the things that actually helped me grow my business. If I did, I feel like I could have had like a seven figure business. So those were mistakes I made. And I'm very open about you know, talking about those because they really affect your business. And um, I think like you have to figure out ways to grow and to like keep learning. And I think even as you keep growing your business, like you'll, you know, it's always important to keep learning. Like right now, me and you are both starting TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm dying laughing, but and you're like, you're already crushing it. And you're like, you know what, I'm just going to double down on TikTok. And I think I love that about you. You're just like, whatever, I'm just going to go for it, even though I don't really know what I'm doing and I'm just going to have fun. So I love that. I feel like you, you kind of have to have that attitude. And I think I've really practiced that because Mm -hmm. when I first started, everything was second guessed. I got to make sure it's this way before I release it. Or my, I don't know if my label is perfect or just everything Mm -hmm. would take a hundred times longer because I was so worried about, is this perfect? Yeah, and I have really let that go. I'm more about Good. like just send. Who cares? And like, yep. I feel like that's a way to learn so much faster. And like, yeah. of course, I have to mention TikTok because that is like <laughs> so much fun. And it's fun because I have that attitude about it. You know, yeah. I'm like, I don't care if it's great yeah. or not. I want to learn how to use this. There's such opportunity there, and it's mm-hmm. so much fun when you've been focus on one platform like I have for so long with Instagram and it has to be so polished there. I feel like, and here on TikTok, it's like, I'm just having fun and Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still seeing like people are seeing my videos and 
I know it'll just keep getting better because it's literally been two weeks. Wow. I know. And I love that you're, I love that you, I have to also point out that you're talking about, you know, perfection was kind of holding you back. Cause I know that's how I was too for so long. And I've, I've really changed a lot and a lot of it has to do with mindset. Um, but I like that you sort of, you know, you're acknowledging that things don't have to be perfect. And like, if your email doesn't look perfect, so what, like uh, your customers don't care and guess what? They don't notice. Um, I think as business owners, we, especially with the product, you know, cause a product is something physical that actually goes into someone's hands. And so I think we get really caught up in like those very specific details of like the packaging and the labels and like just everything. And my, I don't know, I feel like the, one of the biggest lessons I've learned from, you know, having businesses over the last five years is done is better than perfect. It's like, it's so simple, but it's so true. You know, you, by wanting everything to be perfect, you are literally wasting so much time and energy in your life. And like, nothing is ever going to be perfect, you know? Um, and I think you have to just get started and you have to like, I'm going to create a graphic for Pinterest. And if it doesn't look perfect, who, who cares? Like no one cares, you know? Um, so I just wanted to acknowledge that because I think that's great. And yeah, I think your TikTok stuff is awesome. And like I had two people I recorded with, I think it was last Friday and they're both on TikTok. I mean, I've had this conversation with you, um, <laughs> um, but they, you know, started last year at some point and like kind of doubled down and they're both like killing it. I think one person has, I don't even know, 15,000 followers is that what they're called on tiktok i have no idea um and then the other one has like thirty thousand, and she literally she went from seven hundred dollars a month to over 10k in sales every single month and now a lot of her sales are coming from tiktok like it's crazy so i feel like double down on video that's the best advice i could ever say but also you know you have to diversify your customer acquisition channels and instagram kind of sucks like I'm just, I'm so over Instagram and like, you know, like the polishedness and just how they're changing everything. And I think video is not going anywhere, but I think it's also, they're changing too much. And I don't know, I just, I'm kind of over it. So I think the video thing is a good thing to mention too, because like coupling that back with, um, the perfection thing. When I first launched my new website in 2018, I was really afraid of video. I was like, okay, I have to make sure my makeup is on and that I look perfect. And I was so nervous. And I was just like, I can't, I would just post things to stories that were photos. I would never do video. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until this year that I decided I don't care a, what I look like and B if it's perfect. Um, I'm just going to start and I've gotten uh, so much more comfortable Mm -hmm. on video and I don't even think twice about it. I'm just, I put my camera on, takes me two seconds. I'm done. I don't care if it's perfect. I move on. And I have so many clients who have messaged me saying, that they watch my videos. They're so appreciative. They've learned so much. And I'm like, that's why I'm doing this. They don't care if my hair is frizzy. You know, they're just what they want the content. (laughs) They want to know how to use their product and, and how to see a result with their skin. So I'm like, so glad that I've moved past it. And I kind of pushed through that uncomfortable, 
I don't want to be on video phase mm-hmm. because this is, it's not going anywhere, like you said, and people yeah. love to see it. And now that I'm on TikTok, it's funny because I'm thinking this is perfect. I've had all this time to practice being on video because mm-hmm. now it's just, it's just easy. It just, yeah. it's like you have to push through that worry about how it's going to look or doing something. Mm-hmm. I mean, in any aspect of the business, like asking people for things or asking people for testimonials, like things that used to make me feel uncomfortable because what if someone says no, it, what's the worst that can happen? If somebody says no, who cares? So yeah. you have to be like brave, you know, practice being brave and do things yeah. that really make you feel a little uncomfortable sometimes, but mm-hmm. it's really rewarding. No, I agree. And I, 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 I agree with like the uncomfortable part because I mean, I'm the same way. I used to hate video and I mean, I feel like a lot of my friends who've known me for a long time are always really surprised. Like, you know, you're, you're always showing up on social media. Like you used to hate social media and I, I do, and I still don't really like it for my personal life, but for, if you have a business in 2022, in all the years to come, like you have to show up on video. The days of having a small brand that hides behind the camera or just posts like stock photos, those days are gone. Like you will not. And I apologize if I'm offending anyone who has this. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but like you have to showing your face builds connection. And when you build connection with someone, they're going to like you and then they're going to trust you and then they're going to want to buy your stuff. Because if you're not showing your face, why would someone buy from you and not from Amazon? Like that is the one thing that separates your business from Amazon. Um, Something I talk about all the time. I love Amazon, but I also love small business and I want to help small businesses grow. So um, I think you you have to get comfortable on video. And um, I don't know. I just think like even now when I see like if I find something on Instagram and it's like all product photo and I'm like, well, who the hell owns the business? And I can't find a single image of the person. I like won't even keep looking. I'll just I'll like get off their page because I think it's weird. It's not weird. I shouldn't say weird. I don't want to offend anyone, but you you have to show your face, even if you're like, well, I, I think I don't look good or I'm overweight or my skin looks crappy. People don't care. And that's the biggest thing I've realized in the last two years since having my current business, people literally don't care. And in fact, the more shitty that you show up looking, people like that because you're a real person. And most of us are very unpolished. Like no no one walks, I mean, maybe in your neighborhood because you live in uh, Orange County. (laughs) (laughs) But like most people don't walk around with like a head full of extensions and eyelashes and like fillers and all this crap that you see online. So I think like the more authentic that you show up, actually, people will like you more. Um, Totally agree. And I know from for me personally, that's true for other people that I watch. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, you have a messy bun today, too. Like, yeah, because it's like relatable. I forget yeah. what I was reading, but someone someone was writing something about, you know, someone coming up on like showing up on video wearing something and then the other person showing up in video with like a coffee stain on their shirt and like 90% of people preferred the coffee stain person because it's like real life. We're not we're not all like supposed to be little robots that are always like looking perfect and like that's those days are over which is why I think people also like TikTok because again not that I've watched it too much um but from what I've heard and what I've seen 
it's like regular it's like regular people, but also it's like regular life. People aren't feeling like they have to like on Instagram. Oh, well, if I don't, if I post a reel, then I have to post like a really a beautiful cover image and I have to edit it in Canva with the perfect font in the middle. Like it's such a waste of time. Yeah. Um, it's a waste of time. So I don't know. I think TikTok seems like a breath of fresh air. and I'm excited to kind of explore a little bit more. Um, but I'm glad that you have like dove into it and i'm yeah i feel like just stay consistent and i think you'll crush it so i'm excited for you um all right before we wrap up before we tell everyone about your amazing products where they can find you what would be your one if you can think of like i don't know either like the best piece of advice that you've ever gotten for your business that's helped you or something that you just want to share with the listeners. It could really be anything like either your advice that you could give out or what was like the best advice you ever received for your business that's helped you. I think one of the best pieces of advice is show up consistently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something that I wasn't doing before this year. I would, I was always afraid, like I was posting too much on social media, for example. And um, I was not. I, I realized this year that, um, I kind of posting on a regular basis, letting my clients know that I'm going to be showing up and that I'm there, um, Mm. has really helped my business so much. Mm. And, and I think that goes back to like, why did I even worry so much about if I was posting too much, you know, it's like that, that mind (laughs) game that I would play with myself. Um, and just like, you know, kind of maybe being nervous about trying something new and doing it anyway, that yeah. has really helped me. Um, and I think the biggest, that was like somebody else told me that, but for me, something that I think has really helped me is um, um, investing in a coach mm-hmm. has been totally game changing because I feel like if I didn't do that, I would be kind of stuck back where, where I was. And um, it's been like things that I wouldn't have even thought of ha- I've learned this year through, through coaches. So yeah, it's been like, you have helped me so much and things that I was just like, I cannot believe like for, you know, my shipping, I can't believe I was spending so much on shipping or, you know, things that I would have never yeah thought about. So I think to grow, you have to put some money back into your business and, and take mm-hmm. that education and run with it because it's, yeah. it's, we need help when we're starting out. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I agree. And, and I love, of course, you know, I love working with you. You're amazing. Um, so but yeah, like invest, I think people get really afraid when they are, they know, they know their business isn't growing, but they don't know what to do about it. They don't know how to grow their business, but they're also afraid to spend money and they're whether it's a course, a coach, like whatever it might be, a mastermind group. I think people have such fear over spending money. And I did with my business too. Now I don't. Now I'm like, you can help me, like throwing money at everything. Cause I I don't want to waste my time Googling. Like I don't want to spend three weeks Googling how to create something specific when I can find someone who has already done that and has done it successfully and they can help me do it the right way the first time. So it's taken, it took me, you know, three years of having my own product business to learn that. But um, yeah, I do think like if you want to grow and you want to save your time and energy and like mental health, like investing in a coach or a course, it, you know, it will help you. That's why people make them because 
you know, ideally you find someone who has already done the things that you want to do and then they can help you get there faster. So, yeah. And if you um, invest in a coach and you do the the work, you're going to get that money back and then a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, I'm in a mastermind right now and it's with, um, I think I've told you Rick Mulready. He's like, I'm like such a super fan. Um, Like I talk about super fans all the time. I'm like a major super fan of his. He's just such a genius. And the stuff that he, that I've been, the stuff that I've learned from him just in a few months is mind blowing. And it's definitely, it's like scary expensive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to say how much it is, but it's definitely very expensive. So I, practice what I preach. Like I tell people, yes, you should get a course. Yes, you should find a mentor. But I also do the same for my business. And how how much that it's it has helped me. Um, it's it's pretty mind blowing, honestly. And like, I think back to my old days when I was like afraid to spend like, I remember when I was wanting to do an affiliate program with share sale. And I was like, petrified of spending $500 to sign up for an affiliate program. And then that affiliate program, I got 20,000 in sales from that affiliate program. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's such, we have a lot of money mindset issues and that's for like a different episode. Um, But it's, you know, I agree with you. If you want to grow your business, like you just can't do it on your own. So um, anyway, um, you're amazing, Jess. This was so fun. So before we head off, tell everyone where they can find you and what remind people what products you sell. Okay. Um, so I am at uh, simplyjessskincare.com. I have a website and I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I never thought I'd say that. Um, at Simply Jess uh, Skincare and Instagram, same handle. I um I'm really open to questions. So if anyone has questions, you can email me, you can send me a message on Instagram. I'm so happy to talk about it. It's what I love. Um, I have a toner, really hydrating toner. Um, I have two facial serums. One's a vitamin C. One is hyaluronic acid, which is so amazing. Um, I have a facial oil. And, um, I have a facial guasa too, which I failed to mention earlier. That's amazing for like lifting and toning and fine lines and wrinkles. And I have a bunch of awesome kits. I have one of my newer kits is a facial treatment at like in a box. So Mm -hmm. you, I actually developed it during COVID because no one could go and get a facial. So I thought I will bring the facial to you in a box. So everything you need for an at-home facial is in the treatment and it's amazing, especially, oh, the watermelon mask is in that one as well. So, mm-hmm. which is also sold by itself. It comes with like a facial brush. It's it's awesome. Oh, cool. And I can attest to Jess's products. They're amazing. And um, I've tried a few of her products, but I'm definitely going to be ordering your lip balm because I am... I'm like a lip balm addict, um, but I'm very, but I'm very picky about lip balms. So um, I found one that I like from one of my students, actually, she's in one of my courses and she makes some of her own like facial products and stuff, but I will try any lip balm from people. So I'm, I will definitely be ordering yours, but yeah, yeah your products are amazing. I have a mint and a lavender. Oh, I love mint. I, I was like, as long as it's not coconut, I hate coke. I like despise coconut lip balm. Ugh, it like makes me want to throw up. um but thank you so much jess you're amazing and thank you for sharing your amazing story 
I'm so happy. I This was awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Love this episode with Jess. She's so amazing. So again, um, you can visit her website. It is, I'm just going to plug it before um, I start talking, simplyjessskincare.com. You can follow her on Instagram at simplyjessskincare. I'm telling you, if you are looking for a Black Friday gift, add her stuff to your list. You will not regret it. Her stuff is incredible. And honestly, she's a really sweet person and a great person to support for the holidays. And so I highly encourage you to make sure you add her to your shopping list or your gift guide list, even if you're a small business and you're looking to add other people to your gift guides, um, or you're just looking for some awesome products for the holidays. Um, I know she's going to be having a really fun Black Friday sale, hint, hint. Um, so be sure to check that out. And again, um, thank you so much for supporting the episode. If you have not taken a moment to leave a review, I'd really appreciate a review on Apple podcast. It helps push my podcast out to more people who need the help. So thank you guys so much. And I hope you also have a happy Thanksgiving, Black Friday sales shopping season. I'm so excited for Black Friday this year, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much and I'll see you guys next week.